3: These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Fear of flying also known as aviophobia or aviotophobia, is a common phobia that can cause severe anxiety and discomfort for people who have to fly. It is often characterized by feelings of panic, anxiety, and fear when faced with the prospect of flying or being in an airplane. Today, I'm answering a listener's question about her fears of flying there are many potential causes of fear of flying, including a lack of understanding about how planes work, a fear of heights or confined spaces, or a past traumatic experience related to flying. Some people may also be more prone to anxiety in general, which can make them more susceptible to developing a fear of flying. People who have a fear of flying can be fearful of one of or an entire range of elements of flight. It may only be taking off or it may be only landing. It could be just turbulence or only if there's a thunderstorm. It could be sitting in a plane in general or just being in the air. There is no specific cause of of aviophobia, as the fear usually originates from a combination of factors. The fear of heights can actually be genetically inherited. The fear of flying might be modeled to kids from their parents. Increased exposure to media that show plane crashes or other incidents can also play a role. Most commonly, People fear flying because they feel that they have no control over the situation and therefore over their safety. The longer a person avoids flying due to their fear, the more the fear tends to increase. Sometimes this fear is also associated with other phobias, such as a fear of vomiting, emetophobia, a fear of heights acrophobia, or the fear of enclosed spaces, claustrophobia. Sometimes working on these specific phobias themselves can help resolve overall the fear of flying. This phobia can affect people of any age, gender, or cultural background. However, research suggests that certain factors may make some people more prone to developing a fear of flying. These include a history of anxiety or another mental health condition. People with this history may be more likely to develop a fear of flying. A history of trauma. If you've experienced a traumatic event like a car accident or a natural disaster, you are more likely to develop a fear of flying. A lack of exposure to flying. If you have very limited experience, you may be more prone to developing a fear of it, particularly if you've never flown before or have only flown on a very rare occasion. Symptoms of fear of flying can vary from person to person, but they tend to include physical symptoms like rapid heartbeat, sweating, trembling, dizziness, nausea difficulty breathing and chest pain, emotional symptoms, anxiety, panic, worry, avoidance behaviors, difficulty concentrating, and feelings of helplessness or loss of control. Also, behavioral symptoms, refusing to fly or canceling plans to fly at the last minute, avoiding discussing or thinking about flying with anybody and seeking reassurance from others, like, am I safe? Is this okay? Is this right? These symptoms, all of them, can occur before or during a flight, and they can actually even occur when you're thinking about flying. It is difficult to determine exactly how common a fear of flying is, as many people who have this phobia do not seek treatment or disclose their fear to other people. But it is believed to be a relatively common phobia, with estimates suggesting that as many as 25% of people may experience some level of anxiety or fear related to flying. People also handle their fear of flying in different ways, many of them not healthy, or that actually make their phobia worse, such as avoiding flying using sleeping pills to knock themselves out on a flight, over-drinking alcohol. None of these treat the issue or help them to be better for another flight, and actually, they may serve to increase their anxiety for the next flight, because avoidance of your fearful thoughts actually increases the fearful thoughts in the long run. Because the media has a tendency to cover bad news much more frequently than any other news and tends to really hype up and focus in on a plane crash of any kind, anywhere, many people with fears already overestimate the risks of flying. It's safer to fly somewhere than to drive somewhere. Looking at flight statistics from 2012 to 2016, there was a 1 in 3.3 billion chance of dying in a commercial airline plane crash. 98.6% of crashes did not result in a fatality. And of the 140 plane accidents during that time, only two involved any fatality. That was 1.4%. Commercial plane incidents caused death only once. In 20 million flights. And between 2008 and 2017, it was one death per 7.9 million people boarding a flight. These statistics make it clear, flying is not dangerous, but a phobia of flying is your brain and nervous system telling you that it is, which is typical for any phobia, or for that matter, any anxiety disorder. So with that, be back in a minute with my listeners' question on their fear of flying.
1: at purdueglobal.edu.
0: During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only 159 installed with pad.
3: Welcome back. Back with my listener's question. Dear Dr. Saltz, Over the holidays, I flew home to see my family. As much as I looked forward to being with them, I had so much anxiety about flying. I was not always like this. I used to fly and enjoy it. But over the last few years, I have noticed that I feel a little nervous on flights. And actually, if the weather is bad, I feel very nervous. And of course, I can't control the weather. So I'm constantly worried about the weather is going to go downhill and then feeling panicked about it. For two days before my flight home, I found myself worrying about flying and thinking about whether there might be another way to go home. This seems like a real problem now, and I'm not happy about it. Is there anything I can do? Yes, there is. Fear of flying is not uncommon, but getting help with it often is. And leaving it untreated means it's likely to grow worse, as it has in your case. The key to improving a phobia is actually exposure to the thing you fear, but with methods of relaxing such that you are not flooded by fear. Identify your particular trigger to the fear. Is it beforehand? Is it boarding? Taking off? Storms? Landing? For the part that is your trigger, you'd ideally like to develop some combination of distractions like reading, watching a movie, playing a video game so that you are mentally less focused on the trigger. Then, you'd like to have several techniques to relax yourself. Through the trigger time. That can be something like paced deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, or even practicing meditation. The point is not to push away your scary thought, but to simply acknowledge that yes, you have the thought. Let it be. Don't argue with it. Don't engage with it. And do something that relaxes your body at the same time while you let the thought just sit there. Due to the mind-body connection, when you relax your body, you are also relaxing your mind. This could help you reverse course in terms of how anxious you feel during and then before flying. However, if this doesn't work well enough, then you might consider getting treatment. The main type of therapy for a fear of flying is called exposure and response prevention. It is a form of cognitive behavioral therapy and it will be aimed at simulating a flying experience while at the same time the therapist helps you to tolerate and relax through the anxious thoughts. The more you do this, the more desensitized to the thoughts you become and over time, the thoughts decrease substantially. A fear of flying can often be treated in as few as 8 to 10 sessions. Even better is treatment using virtual reality exposure. Here, you wear a headset designed to visually simulate being on a flight. And the therapist is able to speak to you at the same time and work with you through the simulated flight. The earlier you tackle this problem, the more likely treatment will reverse it in a relatively short amount of time. So I really hope that you attend to this as soon as possible. I hope that was helpful. If you have a fear of flying, there are several steps you can take to manage your anxiety and make the experience of flying more comfortable. These include educating yourself about how planes work. Understanding the physics and mechanics of flying can help reduce anxiety by showing you that planes are designed to be safe and reliable. They are designed to tolerate bad weather. They are designed to tolerate turbulence. Once you understand that from a physics and intellectual point of view, it can help reduce your anxiety. Talking to a therapist or joining a support group can be helpful in also managing your anxiety and finding various coping strategies. Then gradually exposing yourself to flying. Start by taking short flights and gradually increasing the length of your trips, which can help you build up your tolerance and confidence. To manage your anxiety, techniques like deep breathing, meditation, and progressive muscle relaxation can help reduce anxiety and panic symptoms. And, actually, you can seek help from an airline. Many airlines offer support for travelers with a fear of flying, including pre-flight briefings and in-flight assistance. Cognitive behavioral therapy is one of the most common therapeutic approaches for fear of flying. In it, you learn to reframe your thoughts, and challenge the beliefs that you have about your fears. And exposure and response prevention, a CBT technique, is useful because it involves exposing you to the feared situation, then training you to cope with those feelings in a healthier way. Use of virtual reality to help accomplish this with those who have a fear of flying can be especially effective. The virtual reality will walk you through waiting at home, having a cab pick you up, driving to the airport, waiting at the gate, walking into the plane, then being on the plane itself. These all look so very real while wearing the headset. Some practices can even try to personalize your virtual reality experience by capturing and using footage from the particular airport that you fly out of. When using exposure response prevention with virtual reality, a therapist might ask you to recreate the physical feeling of being anxious by doing jumping jacks to increase your heart rate or by hyperventilating so you're breathing abnormally. And then they will equip you with techniques like deep breathing to learn how to calm those physiological signals that your body is experiencing that are contributing to your anxiety. The goal overall is actually to get used to your anxiety, not get rid of it. We keep ourselves anxious by interpreting our physiological symptoms like high heart rate or shortness of breath as dangerous. But your body can learn that something is scary, but it can also unlearn that something is scary. If your flight anxiety is really affecting your life, It's important to get a psychological assessment because that is the way to work towards overcoming that fear. You can even just Google fear of flying therapy near me or look through resources of people who treat fear of flying. For example, on psychology today, anyone who specializes in anxiety, phobias, and panic attacks probably treats fear of flying. And the right therapist can help you work on your coping skills through CBT and help you identify if something you're not aware of is contributing to your fear of flying and explain if you might need anti-anxiety medication when you fly. It's important to remember that a fear of flying is a common and treatable phobia, and with the right tools and support, you can learn to manage your anxiety and enjoy flying. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? With me, Dr. Gail Saltz.
0: Your credit card should match your lifestyle At Kemba Financial Credit Union Choose a card with benefits that work for you For a limited time All cards have 2% cash back on purchases And 0% interest on balance transfers for a year Apply at Kemba.org Restrictions apply Offer ends June 30th, 2024 You know that
3: feeling when you walk into your home Take a deep breath And feel new?